Hey, this is Maggie Carr from Maggie vs. Evil Dead. You can look it up on YouTube. And God have mercy on your soul because you're about to listen to Sean on Horribly Awkward Podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Sissy Jones from Firewatch. I'm Delilah. I hate to tell you guys, but the rumors are not true. Sean is not horribly awkward. You've all been terribly misled. Hey, y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel on The Walking Dead. And soon as Psycho Head, Rob Zombie's new movie, soon to be released, 31. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. Keep tuning in. Follow me. Hey, this is Dragonfly from Pure Gasmic Love. And you are listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. It's time to get awkward. Yeah, so we're in the intro. I'm here with Andrea. She's over in New York. New York's cool. How you doing, Andrea? I'm doing great. The big city is quiet. Cool, COVID quiet. Cool. COVID? What's COVID? Oh, you know, it's that little bitchy little virus thing that's, you know, taking down America so that China can win the world. I ain't down with no bitchy little virus. That's oh, it's fucked up. It's like that TikTok thing. That's like a virus. It's right? totally like that TikTok thing. You get bit by it and... um. You know, it's fun and it's, you know, wear a mask. Yeah, that, that's really cool. Well, I, I, yeah, I hear I hear you wear masks. I hear you're a, a director. You might be working on some stuff. I oh, hear you're yeah, also yeah. an, an you actor. Know. I hear you're into fitness. I hear you're into, to, you like food. Food's good, right? Everybody likes food. Truth um, be told, I just get bored easily. So one day I might become president. Watch out. That's what they all do. President. Usually the presidential candidates are, you know, they are born from boredom. So. <laughs> President Peterson at your service, bored, busy, and but I don't know. <laughs> so you're per- basically just like that Trump guy, right? Yeah, doing shit, you know, like on Twitter. You're fired. You're fired. fired. You're fired. Well, thank you, Andrea, for coming on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold them. Get Sean, come back here. Hey, hey, Andrea. Yeah, come back. Hey, it's good to see you. Awesome, or awesome. You. So let's roll into this podcast right now. You ready? Doing it, doing it. Let's do it. Hey, Norma, give us a horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. 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 I can't even control myself. Oh, horribly awkward. This is so awkward. This is so awkward. This is horribly awkward. No one off. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Sean, dude, you're horribly awkward. Sean, I know you think this is weird, but it's not as weird as you think it is, dude. Okay, good intro. Horribly awkward. I'm sh- My levels are going crazy. Hello, hello! I'm gonna turn that down. Good, because that intro was stupid as fuck anyways. Hello, hello, hello! Okay. Well, welcome to Horribly Awkward. I'm Sean, as always. This is Horribly Awkward Podcast. Did I say that, Horribly Awkward Podcast? I don't know. There's no reason to listen to this podcast besides today, my guest. My guest is is uh, awesome. It's a, you know, like sometimes you meet those people... And in podcasting or just in general, you just like become instant friends with them because they're cool as fuck. I don't know any of those people in my life, but I do have a substitute. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> uh, you guys might know Andrea from the um, from the You Again web series, which was amazing. Uh, her and Zach did a great job. I wish that wish you guys would have had more more episodes of that because I really loved that. That was awesome. And uh, a photographer too. Do you see productions? Is that it, Andrea? <laughs> Right. Um, oh, and I, I've added to my resume. I now will kick your ass if you pay me to, and, and I will make you sweat. You decide what that means. Is that like a porn <laughs> category? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I am now become a dominatrix. 
um, out in the open. No, I um, I actually got certified and I, I am a personal training fitness instructor for yoga, boxing, hit cardio, literally will make you sweat. Wait, 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 wait. Rewind that. Rewind that. Wait, let me, let me, let me get you in here so we can get into this podcast. Everybody welcome to Andrea (laughs) Peterson. Okay, shut up, crowd. Shut up. Oh, phone. Audio is getting weird right now. You're yelling at yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's getting it's getting low over there. What happened? Yeah, what what happened? Okay, so you're beating the shit out of people for money. Yeah, um, get paid <laughs> for that shit. Um, no, yeah. Explain this. Okay, I well, you know, you move to New York and you um, try to work as an actor, and um, you don't get paid, so you got to get a side job. And I decided that I'd like to get a workout, get paid to do it, and people can pay me to kick their ass. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. The yeah, first thing is, I, I must have missed that you moved to New York because I, I thought you were still over here. Was it oh, yeah, Ohio? No Wait, no, no. Utah? Utah. Utah. A little different. Um, okay. Ohio Pretty... Central, Utah Mountains. Um, same shit to me. All I, all I was I a lot through... closer. I used to be a lot closer to you. Yeah, I know because we used to sketch. When we do podcasts, it was like uh, we schedule like an hour difference. And you're like, oh, Eastern. I'm like, oh, well. Yeah. Okay. Like, so, okay, that's like three hours. <laughs> okay. So, okay, let's 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 go through this because I'm always well, curious no, how this goes. It's been a while. For all your listeners, we you, we used to be really good friends, and then two and a half years lapsed, and then we we're like we're like, hey, we're bored. It's COVID. Let's hang out again. Yeah. Right? Right? Isn't that how that went down? That's or was, exactly. Oh no, it was me. I was like, I'm bored with COVID. <laughs> hang out with me over the internet. No, that's exactly, and it worked. that's exactly how it went down. But I so I looked up the last <laughs> podcast you were on was episode seventy four, which is January twenty second, twenty seventeen. That was my podcast. Wow, that was a while ago. So, yeah, wow. Um, so I guess I um, I left the world of the digital talkies. <laughs> the digital talkies. <laughs> I don't know. Who yeah. drink, I don't know who drank more right now. Digital talkies. <laughs> I'm, I'm hydrating with that H2O on the uh, straight up. Okay. Okay. So I'm always curious about making big moves like out of state. That, okay. that, it's such a, a big thing to take on your brain. Like I'm always curious about these things because they, they excite me. My girlfriend lives in Alabama. I've thought many times, should I just go move over there? And it's it's so hard to ever make a choice like that, right? Or even have oh, yeah. her, her move to California. It's it's really tough. So like what, what got you to get up and, and go? Uh, boredom. Boredom. Boredom uh, with Utah. Bored with Utah. No, I'm just kidding. I actually love Utah. I miss the mountains. I miss hiking. I miss skiing. Um, I miss my humans. But um, no, it was just. I don't know. I just. I. I don't want to put down Utah or anything like this. But no, like, for I just sure. got to a point where like, I wanted to be utterly surrounded by creatives who were doing anything and everything they could to create whatever that meant, and you know. People move to New York so they can be poor, um, smell like subway piss, and uh, create <laughs> independent movies that no one gets to see. Um, and I was like, I'm in. And I was, just, yeah. So that was so the decision. Was that your first choice? Did you think of L.A. or like, or yeah, is, is know, it is that I, it? L.A. and New York is that your only option? Oh, really? actually, you know, Atlanta's huge right now too. Oh, really? So um, yeah. a lot of people are heading to Atlanta because of just like. You know, they've got Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and 
Um, it's cheap and stuff versus New York and LA where you're going to basically put your paycheck into your rent. No, I thought about LA. I did. And I went out there a couple of times of friends who moved out, but I, you know, first off, I'm not, uh, I mean, I enjoy the beach. I like getting a nice little tan and turning into a little brown bunny, but I get bored at the beach. Um, I don't know. And so I also hate driving. Um, and the traffic's miserable. And but isn't it, uh, isn't it like that in New York or no? No, you walk everywhere in New York, mm. or you take the subway everywhere in New York. Um, I, I, I loved. I just I don't know. New York for me was like pounding the pavement. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I things at my fingertips. I didn't have to sit. You know, yeah, I have to sit on the subway sometimes, but I didn't have to like sit in traffic to go one location. Um, you know, if I if I want a Starbucks, I just have to turn the corner once, twice, three times, a coffee. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was like, that was a huge thing. And I always loved the Northeast. Plus I absolutely love winters. Um, and although winter in New York is completely different than winter in Utah, because you don't have mountains, you don't have pretty winter lands, you have yeah. yellow snow, which is a little different. I still, you know, I crave sweater boot weather. So that was another thing. Um, and I, you know, I love theater. And you move to New York, you get theater and film and television. Yeah, you know? I seem like that's where I imagine the, the good theater is New York. Yeah, totally. And so, you know, I obviously am not and have not been on Broadway yet, but like I still wanted the opportunity to do independent theater or maybe one day, you know, if it show happened to be on Broadway. But yeah, and I also, I don't know. I just, I think I'm a more of a New England gal. So and I wanted to get the fuck away from the West Coast. No, yeah, but how was that? How was it like? Have you did you visit New York previously before you went? Oh yeah, I've been to New York many okay. times. I've vacationed there. I spent um, I spent I don't know like three or four months there interning for Good Morning America when I was pursuing like journalism. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, so New York wasn't like it wasn't like crazy. It wasn't like I've never been. Let's go. Let's do this. No, it was kind of like. Um, you know, let's go back. I yeah. always wanted to go back. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I always, the dream was always to do it. I, you know, didn't have any kids. I don't have, like, any crazy, like, restraints holding me down. And um, it was just like, all right, time to bounce. And let's give it a shot. You know, give it a couple of years. And everything was going really, really great. My career was taking off. And oh, things were what, COVID? Well. And then COVID. And let me tell so you guys, uh, COVID. In Manhattan in March was scary. Yeah, I mean, and, okay, and I'm not scary per se, but it definitely like we, it felt post-apocalyptic. Like when everything shut down and like mm-hmm. everything got quiet, and then the sirens picked up. That was the scary stuff. So like I'm one of the lucky ones who I have three roommates. I have a backyard, um, and we would hang out into it, and it would be sirens like every five minutes, and it just it was so so eerie. You're just like this doesn't feel right. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I remember. I re- yeah. It's going to be, for me, it would be hard to ever forget it because my grandma passed away on the 15th. And then that oh. very next week was like when the COVID shit happened. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, no. Yeah, I, I, was, I was one of the closest people I was with, you know, with, with my grandma. I visit her pretty often. And that happened. And then right after that was like the COVID shit. And then everything. And then the grocery stores. Remember the lines? And you couldn't buy any groceries. Mm-hmm. I still go I still go into the grocery store now. And I and I look at when there's like, there's like, you know, three quarters full shelves. And I'm like, oh, it feels like awesome. Things are back. Yeah. But what a, no, what a time. 
to be honest, I got really confused because, you know, I guess I just didn't realize how serious it was. You know, and I, nobody did. Um, no, no, first, no. Yeah, and even when it was like happening, you know, you just you're like, oh, it's gonna last for like two weeks. It'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, um, lots of bat memes, bat suit memes on on Facebook and those those videos. And I thought it was a joke at first. Honestly, I, I didn't even pay attention to it till March. Yeah, I, and so like I remember I went out on when was it? it was on March fourteenth. I that whatever Friday that was. I went out to a jazz club. And that was when everything started shutting down. And that's when, like, everyone was getting the phone calls, that school was getting canceled, that people yeah. weren't coming back from spring break. My roommate um, had started working from home three days earlier. Um, everybody was like, don't touch, don't hug. Um, and my friend and I went to a jazz concert, and I have a bunch of actor friends, and we were already hearing, like, people were moving home because catering was ending. And it was just this, like, oh, shit. And then right before the jazz concert um, started, one of my – gyms that I worked at was like, okay, all the gyms in New York are shutting down. And it was just like, okay, all right, then this is a thing. But you know, at the same time, everyone was like, oh, it's fine. We'll come back by Easter. <laughs> um, what is today? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, five months. <laughs> Easter my ass. So, I mean, it's gotta be really tough, right? You, you can't do any of your, any, any kind of acting or anything. Ish, right now. ish, which you would think that, but it's not true. Things have come back. They're just doing it differently and they're, you know, trying to do it safely. And, um, I actually, I'm leaving. I have to get up at 5am tomorrow for a shoot. Um, all the stuff that's happening in New York right now is like marketing and commercials and stuff, small productions, mm -hmm. um, or independent film projects. I was on a set last weekend for a shoot. Um, so I have a shoot tomorrow and then on Monday I have another shoot. So things are coming back. Um, just not the big stuff. Um, and everything, everyone's just trying to figure out how I know it's coming back. Like I had to, the weirdest thing I have to tell you is I signed a fucking waiver today to be on set tomorrow that says I will not hold the, sh the production responsible if I catch COVID, which could mean blah, 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 blah. And death. <laughs> I was like, Oh shit. I just signed a waiver that like, this is the shit that you sign when you like go on vacation and you're about to like climb, you know, go rope, whatever it's called. Like, go ro know, like rock climbing or, or rock climbing. Yeah. Like when you do those adventure sports or you get into like, you know, whitewater rafting in Colorado, yeah. like you sign these, like, I will not hold you responsible if I'm dumb and die, you know? And I was like, I'm walking on set. I'm going to stand in front of a camera. I'm going to say, 10 sentences and walk off set and I just signed a death waiver. Like how crazy is that? What is the what is like the process of that? Do you have to wear a mask up to the point you shoot or something or Yeah, so basically, you know, everybody has to be wearing a mask if we're indoors. Um see that's the difference between other states. Like New York, you know, I have to say the reason our cases have become like it was really bad at first cuz obviously mm -hmm. international we're all packed together. But uh, uh, kudos to Governor Cuomo, who just kind of like cramp, uh, clamped things down and said, all right, stay home. We're going to get this taken care of. And we have. And actually, I feel safer in Manhattan than I do in most other cities or states. And I've traveled a little bit to see family. Um, and uh, yeah, so like everyone wears a mask inside and outside. You know, like you'll be in other states where people don't wear masks outside. Well, here in Manhattan, if you're walking down the sidewalk, probably 99% of the people have a mask over their face. Um, most things aren't happening indoors. Everything's happening outside. So yeah, for going on set, everyone's wearing a mask on set. They've really scaled down production. Oftentimes one person is doing multiple roles. I did a fitness shoot 
in June for a fitness company and their main camera guy was also the sound guy. And they were literally like, he was, he wore a mask the whole time. He had gloves on when he gave our lead talent her earpiece. He had literally cleaned it, put it on a plate, handed the plate to her. She grabbed the earpiece from the plate. He took the plate back. So there was no like contact at all. When we were given fit, yeah, it was crazy. We were giving fitness equipment. Um, the producer is sitting there wiping off the mats, wiping off the weights, wiping off the resistance bands, and then we go and grab it and bring it to our, to wherever we are on set. So, um, and that, that was that same studio overnight in between each shoot, they lock and shut the doors and there's some sort of ventilation cleaning that happens every night. And so everything just got like zapped or whatever. However that works. I don't know. How the microwave the place. Yeah. The micro- <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's just it's one of those things that's kind of crazy because it seems like excessive and nuts, but then at the same time I'm like, uh now I get to go on set and it's clean. Cool. Awesome. Like what like why don't like why wasn't this a thing before? Like yeah. that we're just literally like, you know, you have normal flu season or you have the stomach bug. Like you hear about these things that go around set and you're like, um, maybe we should just do this in general. Yeah, you know what? Like in the beginning, they were, you know, when you go to grocery stores, they were they were spraying and desanitizing all the shopping carts. And now now mm-hmm. they stopped doing that here. But for that, you know, a couple months they were doing that. I used to love it because, you know, usually I get the shopping cart. And first thing I do is I'm wiping that thing off because who the fuck knows. But they stopped doing it. So now I got to go wipe them off. But it, it felt good to, like, know you got a shopping cart that was cleaned already every time. I know. Right. And I did the same storm. Or, like, our subway. So our subway shut down now in New York City between 1 and 5. They used to run 24-7. I'm not going to lie. I wish it wasn't, like, I wish the entire system didn't shut down from 1 to 5 because there's still, like, the city, as much as we are closed down, is still a 24-hour city. Mm-hmm. And there are still jobs that need subways, um, needs transportation because people don't have cars still. Um, but right now they basically shut the subway down every single night between one and five and every single subway car gets a disinfecting. And again, one of those things is like, yeah. what? why wasn't that done before? Yeah, like, for like, sure. You're like, um, that just seems like safe. Especially when you see a lot, you do see like a lot of homeless people sleeping on, on subways and mm-hmm. people pissing on subways or whatever, you know, it's. Yeah, like yeah. why? Why is it? You know, because they don't want to pay that one extra person to do it. Like, you know, the reason yeah. they probably did Walmart and the grocery store stop spraying because that was one guy's job that they could just cut out. So yeah, shitty. Just still do it. Why not? Yeah, why? Why not? It's like it's a thing you should be doing anyway, yeah. so that we're all not, like, so we don't get those twenty-four hour bugs where we feel like shit or yeah. the cold. Yeah, or that that cold that you get that lingers for three weeks and you like you just can't quite get over it. Yeah. Every year I get I get that I get a quick 24 hour flu or whatever where I'm super sick but then that's not even the problem it goes away fast but I'm left with a cough for like 3 weeks. It's like Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> now you can't even do that. You start coughing in public, people are going to jump on you, right? They're going to get out of here. Like it's going to get really interesting when flu season comes around. That's all I'm oh, saying. Yeah. This year is going to get really interesting. Wait, you, you do know we're, like, kind of in, like, we were in flu season when it, like, started? Yeah, but I mean, like, the beginning. Well, for here in Fresno, it's it's usually it's usually when the temperature starts cooling down, which is not until mm-hmm. October. It's not until, like, November. Yeah, okay. We're hot. All We're hot. We're, like, 90, 100 degrees all the way through October. So uh, Okay. And then it starts getting cold. Like, yeah, it might just be the, the 
the change and then people start getting sick through like Christmas and all that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like it's going to be interesting because like, it's been beautiful. Like people like are going outside, they're taking advantage of the parks, the rooftops. Um, New York's having more patio seating, which I absolutely love. Yeah. We have and, a lot of that. Yeah. And then I'm looking at the clock going, we've got, you know, a couple more months and then like everyone's back inside and it's going to be like, Game of Thrones, dead of winter kind of concept. See, for us, like right here now, I think we're like 110 or something. We're pretty hot right now. So to be out, outside. 110? Yeah, well, I mean, right now at 7 p.m. we're 91, so it's not that bad. But uh, we, we've been pretty hot. It's going to be really hot this weekend. So people don't want to be out in, in like, because a lot of like Denny's, IHOP, all these places have been setting up the big awnings setting up tables outside in their parking, just right in their parking lot, doing anything they could do to make money. Uh, I've been to Denny's why they did that. Um, I noticed when I was driving home, the um, there's a uh, nail salon and they have all the chairs set up behind the building outside. And, you know, they're out there doing people's nails like because people want to get stuff done. And they can't do it inside. So they yeah. brought their expensive chairs outside and they're 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 doing their nails and stuff right there in the parking lot. That, that is the weirdest thing. You know, it's funny. The first time I went out and did anything during COVID and the pandemic, I went back to Utah in, I guess it was like May. And my birthday was May 8th. And I kind of was like, oh, what can I do for my birthday? And I'm like, absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> however, things were starting to open up in Utah. And there was a salon down the street from where I was staying. And I was like, well, I'd like to get a pedicure. But and I was thinking, well, that's kind of crappy. Like, they're having to work in, you know, these times. But then in my head, I was like, yeah, but that's not on me. They're working right now and nobody's coming in. So they're not making money. So then I felt bad. And so then I was like, oh, I'm helping them by going to get a pedicure. So like, at least even if they have to be in, at the work, they're at least getting someone. And I like, I think I tipped like 60%. I think I like, yeah, that's, <laughs> I that's, like, that's the way to do it. I was like, thank you. Thank you for doing this. I know you have no other choice. Cause that's the other part with like all the unemployment things, especially being like, a self, like a freelance fitness instructor, freelance actor, freelance videographer, like getting, I didn't get unemployment fulfilled, which you could start in March. I didn't get it until the end of June. Luckily I got all the back pay, but it took two and a half months because you literally in New York had to recall, recall, recall there was no voice messaging system oh no you did get a voice messaging system. yeah this that's is a, right this is a shitty thing you would call they would ask you a million questions you'd be on the phone for a good like six minutes and then if the line was busy because there was no waiting line they, it just hung up on you and you would have to go through those six minutes every single time you called it was so absurd they finally like and then they they didn't have weekends open they finally opened up on weekends, and then they had longer hours. But I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, a lot of people got scared over. I, I did it too over here in California, but I did all mine online. Mm-hmm. So I well, I was just getting like they, part-time. They told you to do it online, but if mm-hmm. you're like a freelancer or you're self-employed. Oh, it's different. Then you like you have all this paperwork that you have to prove and go through um, before that they can like actually. I ended up having to literally talk to someone. Yeah. Because like, I sent in my stuff. They denied me, and so I thought I couldn't get it. And then they had this past this whole new like self employment thing. So I resent my stuff, but I think I checked the wrong box, so I got denied again. So then it took me like several weeks to like actually get someone on the phone. That's a headache. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> that deserves a shot. Because while we start losing a lot of work, because we we do we work for a company doing flooring, but we also have 
my 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 boss, my friend, he owns his own stuff, does his own stuff. So basically, we lost all the. No one's getting floors done right now, but we still have the insurance stuff. So we're only getting, getting half the okay. jobs. So whenever I lose hours, I can claim that and actually make out fine. So it's been it's been pretty nice. Interesting. Oh, dude, I forgot to go to my grandma's house today. Shit, 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 shit. Oh, hold, come on a, on. hold on a second. I gotta answer this phone. Hello. Hello. Did you forget it was Thursday? I actually did. On the way home, my the van broke down and we had to get it towed. Uh. Yeah, I, I I just barely got home a little while ago. It's been a long day. I totally forgot. I'll be honest. Uh, did your mom tell you we have new kittens? Yeah, <laughs> new kittens. <laughs> Better get rid of those suckers. But hey, Nancy, I'm recording a podcast right now. Okay, now talk to you later. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Oh, I used to go to my old grandma, my my grandma's house where my aunt still lives there, and my other aunt and uncle. I used to go there and bring out the trash on Thursdays. It's been a shit day. I forgot. Um, Oopsie. Tis, tis, tis. Yeah, it's okay. I've, I've, I've been, it's been a long day. I've been working on my own now, doing jobs on my own. So it's been like 100% of the responsibilities are on me. So I just get carried away. Sure. No, it totally makes sense. What, what have you been up to, friend? What is, what's the world of you? Working in video games. That's it. Ah, yep. doctor taking over the world, I can tell. So my 40th birthday just happened last month, and I was – I only – once every 10 years, you know, 30, 40, 50, whatever, I want to celebrate. And I was having – I had big plans for this year, and then obviously couldn't do it. <laughs> so that yeah. – it kind of it canceled. But instead of doing that, my, my brother came into town, and my, co- my cousin and my mom, we all went up to Yosemite National Forest. Ooh. And we went hiking. It was pretty awesome. Which we're doing that. Me and my and my two cousins are gonna go this Saturday. We're going to uh, I think it's called Cloud Rest Mountain. It's like way. It's like an eight hour, um, eight mile hike up this mountain to the top. So I'm uh, I'm excited and I'm nervous. Don't be nervous as long as you don't die all as well. Yeah, I remember last time when we talked, you were doing like ten mile runs or some shit. Yeah, I was. Um, that was crazy. <laughs> what was I thinking? I do I don't three miles right now. I do three miles pretty much every morning. Well, it's funny because doing all this fitness stuff, like I feel like I um, almost don't. Well, I'm I'm working out when I work out because, like, actually, that's the thing. I do a lot of teaching virtually, and it's you know when you're in class for those of you guys, any of your listeners, or even you, when you take a fitness class at a mm-hmm. gym, the teacher you know kind of instructs you and then walks around the room. Well, when you're doing um, virtual classes and you're doing it through Zoom or some sort of web setup, there's nowhere to walk around. I'm just in the living room. So, like, I've got to keep working out and keep the energy up. And so I end up doing, like, two and three workouts a day. And then I'm like, holy shit, my body hurts. And so I haven't ran in a long time. I think the last time I ran was, like, right at the beginning of COVID when, like, I didn't wasn't sure what my work was. And then I was doing, like, four, four-ish miles. Now it's like, I, I don't want to run. I want to crawl under the covers. It, <laughs> running, it, it's for me, it's more of a chore. I think it's boring, but I always feel better when I'm done. So Yeah, oh, totally. Me to get up and get, get, get pumped up to run. I mean, I'll sit here for like fucking an hour on my phone. I'm like, just get up and run. Just get up and run. Just do it. I'm sore. Oh, I'm sore. I'm 40 years old. I'm an old man. 
And then, but but all I have to do is get out that door and start running, and I'm and I and it goes away. The soreness, everything goes mm-hmm. away, and I just run around this three mile block. It's all by the airport around here. Just come all the way back around, and uh, and then and then I shower and go to work. But like, if all I have to do is get out you the, do the door. You do the running in the morning. You do the running like first thing. I have to because it gets hot fast here. So. Oh, touche. No, I cannot. I'm terrible. Like I teach a seven thirty a.m. hit class on Thursdays. And it's, it's so awful. And I'm like, and I lay in bed to the last possible, which is the worst. The yeah. longer I wait, the worse I am as a teacher because I'm not awake and I can't comprehend. And I'm trying to tell people to do jumping jacks and high knees and lunge jumps while like I can't form a complete sentence. And I'm just like, I mix up my lefts and rights. And all of a sudden I'm like, they're paying for this. They probably hate me right now. And I'm like, I want to go back to bed. <laughs> Yeah, I've never, I had one company that asked me to teach like fitness classes, do a, what was it, a 6, 7, and 8 a.m. class, and I was like, I, I just don't know, like, and it took the instructor, like, the company, like, a week to convince me, he's like, you're one of our favorite instructors, and I was like, yeah, I really don't like getting up in the morning, <laughs> I'm like, I just, like, I don't, though, yeah, it's, I don't it's care. tough, I, I can't do workouts, really, that, it's just running, because running, once you go, you know how it is, like, once you get, yeah. Once you get a mile into it, you're like autopilot and you just got to you just got to finish a run. Like I listen to a podcast to listen to music. Oh, I, yeah, I was going to ask you what you listen to. Yeah, it just always depends. Podcasts or music, it just depends on mood I in, mood I'm in. But podcasts for me are the best cuz I'll forget that I'm running and just f- pay attention yeah. to what, what they're talking about. But I, I was enjoying going to um, Planet Fitness before work. It was on the way to work. I'd go there and then I then oh, I change sure. my clothes and then now I can't go to the Jim, of course. Yeah, like <sighs> I like I need pump up music when I run. Like I need something with like a rhythm that like I can kind of get lost in. The what's rhythm. your go to? What's your go to? Oh, what's my go to? Um, everyone always asks me this. Um, and then I always brain fart. Um, you know who I really like is Saint Motel. Um, and I really like they're kind of. Uh, do you know them? No, I don't. I don't oh know a God, lot. I, you probably it's probably what is it like alternative rock or something. Oh gosh, no! It's like oh. this jazz. It's like this Latin jazzy funk. Um, oh really? Like it's it's party music. Like you get oh, excited. Okay. Like it's dancing music. Um and uh like they have a brass band and everything. But it's like it's the music that you hear. And even if you're not a dancer, you like start grooving because you're just what like is it? my body. Saint Motel. Saint Motel. Oh my gosh! I like. I think once you like hear, they have a couple like two very popular songs. Okay, we got um, this. Is what we got here? My type. Van Horn, Move, Cold Cold yeah, Man. Yeah, my type is like the big one that like most everyone okay, knows. Okay, let's let's see. Let's let's see what Andrea Peterson is into. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, right? I'm jogging. You're already, you're already grooving. Whoa. Right? Yeah, this is good running music. All right, class, clap your hands. <laughs> this is Sean, about to get horribly awkward. All ready? Ready? Here we go, here we go. One to the left, one to the right. One to the left, one to the right. Now jump, 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 jump. Now throw up. Now See, throw up. See, I just up. got fired. You just got fired. Ah. Now, here comes the copy strike, right? Copy strike, what is it? Copy strike uh, infringement what? or something. Here it comes, here it comes. <laughs> I know, dude. Like, how long can you play this before someone like says, um, "Excuse me"? Uh, I don't have any sponsors to make anything out this podcast. Really? <laughs> so, 
I, yeah, so, I dig so that. I've never heard out. that. I've never right? heard that. Right? Love them. And then what about um, the other one is a go-to is uh, Congos. Is that the group or is that from the same band? The group. No. Congos? Congos. Congos. So mm-hmm. I only listen to rap and hip hop, so this is do all new to me. Do Congos and come with me now. Come with me now. I, but let me guess how it goes. It's gonna go. It's gonna go. Come with me now. Come with me now. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Oh wait. It's with the K. Okay. Congos. Sounds in the beginning. Is it playing? Yes, yeah, some weird shit going on in this video. This is a weird trippy video. Have you seen this video? No. This is weird. Awesome. I have to listen to it. Y'all ready to y'all 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 ready to work out? Come with me now. Come with me now. I get it. I think yeah. I need. To, I think I need to start expanding my. Um, I think you do. You need to like. I've got some like awesome beats, but yeah. I've always been drawn to hip hop and rap my entire life, and I I don't know why. Well, because you're um. Here, this is, what, this is what I look at. Other music is entertainment. I think rap to me is skills. Oh like, yeah, it totally is. I love. Oh my gosh, I love fast talking. Um, like the faster the better. Like yeah. I used to, Logic, I, Eminem, anybody Tech like, Nine, Twista. Yeah, tongue twisters are my bomb. I love. Yeah, I I just when when I can listen to lyrics that I, there's no way in hell I could ever fucking repeat them back. To me, that's impressive. Oh my you know gosh! I mean? Like, what was it? Uh, like, what is Eminem's most recent Godzilla? Holy! Oh shit. yeah, Godzilla. He gets yeah. to the end of that. He is rapping so fucking fast. Yeah. And, it goes a little faster and then a little faster and then a little faster. Like, what the fuck? I and just, it's yeah. Like fucking music. That's a, and it's amazing music video. Plus, he just looks so incredibly different. Have you, you seen, know? um, have you seen people have been doing, uh, um, videos where they, they do that song. So people are trying, to, it's more of a challenge. So it's called the Godzilla oh, yeah. challenge where people do that, that song. So, you know, can they do it like Eminem? So they do it like Eminem. Now, but then people got to the point where they started doing it faster, like 1.5x faster, right? So they'll they'll show their phones there so you'll see the actual time so you can tell it's not sped up. And people can do that, but faster. It's crazy. It's really crazy. I need to do that challenge because I've done it on my own, but I've never actually, like, shared that with the human race. Uh, Um, Godzilla? Yeah, I'm the bomb, man. You can do Godzilla. I, I, I can get pretty close to Godzilla. I, need a, I definitely need the lyrics right in front of me. Yeah. Um, what about Rap God? Rap God was another good one. He did a real oh, super fast yeah. lyrics. Totally. Yeah. I used, yeah. It's good stuff. I love it when my like, I love it when my mouth does some things like that. <laughs> um, yes. Put words in my mouth and other good things. Um, was it? Did I surprise you with the type of music I listen to? What kind of music did you think I normally listen to? That right there that, you, that we listened to, I, that seemed like something you would listen to. I never know what people listen to, right? I, I felt a little judged. You were like, what, alternative rock? 
The name. Because, like, no, because well, you said the name. the name. The name to me sounded like an alternative rock band. Oh my gosh, it's so like hipstery. <laughs> I'm not, oh my God, that's an alternative rock. Oh my gosh, like, so hipstery. Then, you know, my other go-to is um, like Sean Paul, Latin stuff. Okay, Sean Tiesto, Paul. Sean Paul, Tiesto, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From my, my Miami days. My name's Sean, my brother's name's Paul. Oh, so it's like I'm listening to you two. Do you know Sean Paul? No, I don't think so. Okay, here's the song. We'll do one more song. Let's play this. This is See, that's what I love about my music that I listen to is like each track is completely different. Listen to Sean Paul's Temperature. Temperature, right here. Oh, uh, yeah, this, this, he looks super familiar. I think I, I already know who he is. He's been around a moment. He's old like us. Why is there no volume? Oh, I turned it down. That's right. Okay. Yo, oh yeah, I totally, I totally know this. Yeah, this is my other jam. I love listening. I like put on like a track to this. Yeah, and then like I just want to like dance down the road. Somebody give it to, somebody give it to, somebody give it to, to our girls. Five billion and forty, not this shorty. Yeah, girls, that is. I'm a girl, I'm a girl. Turn the pulse, say, well, I'm on the way to time. I knew that's yeah, I knew that song. See his but his like do you think like most artists you think they think too much about their image? Like you know, his image like fits his music, right? So you've gotta kinda keep that image like the whole time, right? I think some artists yeah. get stuck where like, okay, this is this is how I gotta do it forever. Because if you change yeah. and people get pissed off, what the fuck? Some of this guy is wearing. Well, yeah, it's like Mufford and Sons. However, I have to say, I do not like Mufford and Sons new stuff. But they're like one of those where I was like, I love their indie folk stuff. And then all of a sudden they went away for like a year and a half. And then they came back and they were just like every other alternative group ever. And I was like, meh. Yeah, I tried to like, because like, oh, I'm if like, we do whatever this. Whatever you want, but yeah. I like no longer want to listen to you. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I'm totally cool with that. There's also a thing where people think artists shouldn't change at all. I mean, like, you notice that, like, you know, a lot of people, when Eminem went from his, like, funny raps, like his old school shit, yeah. to, like, now he's more into, like, skill-based, just just bars. Like, like he's, yeah, he, he like wants talent. To, he, talent. He wants to be more talented rather than to be funny. And, like, people, yeah. didn't, people didn't like that change. And that happens a lot with artists. And I think that kind of sucks, too, people that you don't – they don't like it. Yeah, they don't let people, like, evolve. Because my thing is, like, I don't want to keep putting in the same album. Like, even if an album sounds too much the same, like, I get bored. Like, no offense to Taylor Swift. I actually think she's a great musician. Um, however, her most recent album came out, and I was listening to it on the radio, and I kept thinking I was still listening to the same song. And so, like, I always, my entire life, have struggled if every song has the kind of same meter, the same vibe. Mm, yeah, for sure. People love that. People are like, I listened to this such and such album, and it's got this vibe. And I'm like, no, I'm going to listen to different songs. Like, but I then need when you think of Taylor Swift when she went from, like, country to, like, teardrops oh, of my guitar, yeah. which was great. And yeah. then she went, like, she went a little more alternative. But then she went into, like, that 1989 album. And I'll oh, be honest, that's a great that fucking album. That, that album's good. Amazing. It has that yeah. New York sound to it. Yeah, no, it's so good. Yeah, that's a great album. Um, there's just a, yeah. like a lot of that. Uh, if you ever listen to a, you're, do you know who Logic is? Uh, maybe he's a he's a biracial rapper. He looks like a white boy, okay. but just half black, and that's kind okay. of his, his thing. Um, you've probably heard heard a song or two of his, but he he does like his albums are like in stages. So he has his he has his albums that are like no pressure. 
it's got this certain sound to it. Then is he got these got these Frank Sinatra albums that he calls himself Young Frank Sinatra has a different mm-hmm. sound. Then he has these mixtape albums. <laughs> then he every every album like every, in groups like Fours, they're all different sounds. And then they then he goes into back into his his first album that he put out. He goes for that style again. He, and he goes for the other style and the other style. But back to back, none of the albums sound the same. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like he's got four different styles and he never puts the same two styles back to back. And it's, it's really cool when you listen to his albums. I love seeing that. I love seeing, you know, musicians doing their thing. It's really interesting. The one interaction I had with like a big name artist was when I was interning at Good Morning America. We were doing these, um, I don't remember, there were segments of like up and coming artists. So this is going to date myself because this was before Justin Bieber became Justin Bieber. This is when he was like super young. And so we went and interviewed him. I don't even remember how old he was, maybe like 14, 15. Um, and we were interviewing him for a moment. And then like they were doing something with the camera and he walked off and we were at a music studio and he walked into this room and just started playing the piano. And it was just so cool because I'm like, oh, shit, you're really talented. Oh, he's and then, super talented. Yeah. And then as soon as the camera came on, he came back to that like smug Justin Bieberness. Mm-hmm. And then and I remember just thinking, I was like, I, don't, I wonder how long this what what's going to happen to this i remember thinking that but it was like crazy because it was it was so nice to see like the cameras off and he's just really doing his thing yeah for and sure it's, it's nuts how like brand and marketing and you know societal expectations either change how an artist is or change what an artist appears like or expectations and stuff like that yeah it's really hard to tell right let's say you come i don't know justin bieber's background if his family was well off or not but just imagine um, he was like a single mom. He's from Canada. Yeah, just imagine know. like you come from a family that's that's doing okay, right? It's okay, but you've got yeah. talent and you do whatever, and then you get noticed super young, and then you get like millions of dollars thrown at you. It's I mean, is it really that easy to to like do your own thing if if people are paying you to do something else? It's I imagine it's it's so hard, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're just like, fuck, I can change my whole life right now and I could be rich. I could be rich and famous. All I have to do is change my ways and, and appeal to the the greater audience. I imagine it's like that's a tough decision. Yeah. But if you lose I, fans over it, you got to understand why you lost fans over it. Yeah, but then at the same time, it's like, you know, when people are in that kind of situation, I'm like, how many fans are they actually losing? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're going to lose – let's say you lose 100 and gain 1,000, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like if you change or whatever, like, you know, I don't know. Like I just feel like you change and then like, yeah, you might lose some, but you're going to gain new ones, you know? Yeah, it's it's just people. A lot of people feel like if they discover you, like you should stay the way they discovered you as. You know, like, oh, I remember you when you weren't signed. You were so awesome and free and talented and now you're doing all this shit. Like, like motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker i make like you know like uh it's it's i can imagine that that shit being really tough even with with acting acting too right you can a lot of people do a lot of indie indie movies which i i think indie movies are a lot more creative and then when you get into bigger blockbuster ones they're obviously they have more money to do shit with cgi and they could do different things but i think some of the lower the lower budget movies and stuff are a lot more creative but then a lot of you know People start getting roles in bigger movies than people think you're a sellout, which I think that's bullshit. Well, and you know, the crazy thing that I've always thought too, which what I thought was interesting, was like they do that like you're a sellout or I don't know how you want to look at it. But it's like oftentimes it's like you're, you audition because you want to take a job and try out for something and 
like this is what you got cast in and you know or like some people I love how when like people hold the actor accountable when a different actor doesn't get cast and I'm like if you want to get mad at someone get mad at the director they're the ones that like ultimately made the final decision can you talk about the stuff you're currently working on yeah, I, you know, I haven't officially signed an NDA yet, so I just be careful about what I'm talking about. Yeah, you but, don't have to go into specifics, but you said you were, you were like, going into casting or something. Yeah, right? I'm going into casting um, for, we're working on um, a pilot episode for a pitch of concept series that is in talks with um, the um, streaming services out there of the world. Um, and we're shooting it um, in Utah in a couple weeks. Um, it's a fun little comedy Wait, so you're getting this job just to go back home? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just for a couple of weeks, so I'm, like, super excited. That's awesome. Um, yeah, no, 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 it'll totally be fun. It's it's going to be great because I'll be working with a lot of Utah actors, again, who I haven't seen in a while, which was a lot of fun. We were doing casting this week. It was really interesting I, to talk about, like, acting in general, being an actor, being a director, being a videographer, and, like, being on so many different sides of the industry a lot of our, since it's just a pitch of concept pilot episode, so I don't know if you know what that is, um, but a pitch of concept basically means you shoot the first episode, then you take that to the money people and be like, hey, this is what we have. And then if they like it and they give you money, then eventually you re- you reshoot an actual pilot episode, which then you hopefully, whoever it is, picks up, okay, we like the pilot episode, give us nine more episodes or something like that. Yeah, I think Amazon um, does it a lot every year where they put out the one they put out yeah. one pilot, and then if it does good, then they work work with that. Yeah, or something. so that's kind of what we're working on. <clears throat> so um, it's going to be a show, like a, a yeah, yeah, a scripted yeah. show. It's scripted. It's oh. a narrative show, top to bottom. There are characters that have relationships. There's conflict and climax. Um, all in one episode. <laughs> all in one episode. <laughs> um, no, it's great though. Like you meet, we meet. Um, the four main characters that we're going to be following, which is cool. But the way the story is told, there's also, you know, it's an ensemble cast. So um, just, you know, like anything out there, Arrested Development, Parks and Rec, The Office, it's got that same sort of vibe. Um, and it's going to be that same sort of comedy. It's going to be extreme characters and really genuine, real situations where you're just like, okay, oh, okay. you know, for all those people who like think of Arrested Development or parks and rec and kind of stuff so we're kind of that sort of vibe is what we're going off of um and it was just really fun but a lot of the um characters that we are introducing just have one or two lines and so it was fun doing casting this week because as an actor if you've never acted before the hardest audition is a one-liner like you're just like uh, like you have one sentence is that really is it harder oh it's so much harder because like so many people either overact or underact it just because yeah, like I see. their line is, um, you know, say the line is, yeah, it's the best time of the day here, sunset and sunrise. So that's the line that you give. Um, and you kind of tell them, a, you know, like the character that they are, um, you know, you can't really give them too much of like the situation. And like some people just be like, yeah, it's the best time of day here, sunset and sunrise, you know, and that's their read. Or they're like, or they try to go like all melodramatic because they're like, let me show you I can act. It's the best all- time of the year here. Yes. Sunrise, sunrise. And then all of a sudden they're like squirting tears and they're like, yeah, it's the best time of the day here. Sunsets and sunrise. You like, so you have That's the pretty extreme. good though. You, I mean, that was pretty good. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but then it's, it's fun when you get these actors and also a lot of times with one liners, 
you hope that it is kind of implied that the actor plays a little bit and they're welcome to improvise and like kind of bring the scene in. And so it's fun when the actors do do that. Um, I had, this is not obviously, this is not a line from the script, but it was this one, it was this short. It was like, it's the best time of the day. Like it literally was like that short. And the actor, like the camera's black, the actor's on, he goes, it's the best time of the day. Camera closes. And I was just like, uh, and like as an actor, you're like, well, your key things is what's your moment before and what's the moment after. So at least give me that. Um, but it was really funny because I lost my shit. Like I laughed so hard because the one actor audition literally had two sentences. I could not stop laughing. And his tape for two sentences was probably 30, 40 seconds long because of just what he brought to the character, the lines, how he <laughs> said it, and then how he improved around it and his facial expressions and his body and he just really embodied the character and I was just like that is a master class in one line acting and it's just it was so much fun to be on this side of the camera because I know I get in my head when I have those types of auditions yeah for sure yeah, yeah. so it's it's kind of fun so we have a lot of that it's going to be high energy a lot of weird stuff so, um, so yeah what what is what is your role in all this? What I'm, in this? Just I specifically, will, I'm just I'm just curious. I am the director. You're directing. Period. Director Andrea. So, do you have any say in like who who they pick and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, I have say in everything. I have final say. No, okay. So it's definitely a team effort. Um, our executive producer is the writer as well. So very much honoring and respecting mm -hmm. his vision. But yeah, ultimately I kind of have this, the last saying casting, they did bring in two actors. Um, one actor that um, he already really wanted to work with, had been in talks with and the other actor I adore. And so I was, when he goes, we want to offer this role to this character, this actor, I was like, yes, if you can get him, I'm in. I don't, I don't even need to ask questions. Um, then everybody else, we had audition we did an open casting call and then there were a couple people that we invited just based on like previous experience. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. ultimately, you know, and I sent the casting to the producer and the executive producer and the writers, like these are my casting picks. Um, I mean, we, we've only gone back and forth on one person. Um, and I'm pretty flexible cause I'm like, it's pitch of concept and it's not a main character. Um, but I did, you know, there was one character, one actress and I was just like, yeah, I, unfortunately I really just don't like what she did. Like, it's not even a, like, pre preference. No, it's yeah, like, it's no, like, when you know, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, you, and, yeah. Like, and I'm, like, totally fine with going, okay, this is the person I'd like, and they're, and then someone else is like, well, I kind of like this person. I'm like, oh, I can see parts of that person that I would like. But this one was, I was like, I really, I just didn't like her read. Um, and, you know, and then also there's a lot of looking into, like, do they have potential? There was a couple people where I was like, it's not what I wanted, but the what they gave me, I was like, I can work with them and we can find that character. Because, again, it's just a couple lines. These are minor characters. Um, you know, it's not something I'm going to lose sleep over because our four solid characters, our four lead characters are solid. And I was like, that's all we need. That's all I need to worry about. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, I love hearing this, this kind of stuff because I don't, you know, I don't get too much insight on it. So I always, I always wonder. So you, you've well, you and, do I mean, all these and the truth is, you know, sometimes we're back there laughing our heads off because we're like, really? You sent that? Okay. Uh, <laughs> so no, are you, are you are you getting videos sent in for these? Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah. So everything is self-tape and the industry is headed that way. Um, yeah. 
I've done, I literally have done, I don't know, a countless number of self tapes in the past couple of weeks and talking to other casting directors. It just literally is what the industry is going because if, you know, even though they're trying to make protocol safe on set, mm-hmm. uh, if they can eliminate one step, which is, you know, casting cattle calls and lines and people coming in and the excessive amount of humans. Yes, um, for sure. They will. Um, and it's interesting because for me, I've been used to it. I've been doing a lot of self tapes, but it's new to a lot of people. And it's, you know, it's a struggle because, you know, it, it's not an, it's not an art per se, but like, if you don't have a decent self tape, it's not going to represent your acting well. And I so think it, I think it is an art. Yeah. <laughs> I think, no, I really okay, do. I just thought, I'm like, it's easy. Set your camera. Yeah, like, well, no, no, yeah. no way. Because, I mean, I've had friends who are like, hey, can you record this real quick? I can put it on the podcast or record this intro. And I'll record that thing for like, I'll record it like 20, 30 times because it's not exactly the way I want. Rather than if they were on, if they were on the recording and they just said, okay, say this thing. And I would, I would probably say it better than if I, if I had to do it on my own. Does right. that make sense? Do, do you yeah. know what I mean? No, it's true. And I totally agree because like, I mean, even when I look at, my self tapes from just two years ago. Like, I'm just like, what was I thinking? Like it, it really does. Cause like, you know, the important thing is, is you want to be lit well. So they get a good representation of what you look like because you know, I'm, I'm actually very ambiguous. Like my age range is 25 to 35, depending on what I'm wearing, what the lighting is, how my makeup and hair is. I could be 25, you know, I could be like a young professional all the way up to a mom with like a 10 year old. Um, and the all you need is like a little gray stripe and the right glasses. And, well, know. it's funny because one time I did this shoot and just the lighting in my living room just was being super weird. I think we had the window. I don't know. Just the camera wasn't happy. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I look old. Like, I was like, I literally look like 50. And it was the weirdest thing because like that's what people don't realize too. Like if depending on how the lighting is, is going to affect, really? you know, your dark circles, your creases, like how vibrant your hair looks, you know. It's de- I guess you're right. It is an art. <laughs> no, it's definitely an art. Yeah, it's just like, you know, if they come in and do that one line, they might be more in that zone rather than if like, okay, record this on your own. So that one line might be recorded 150 times. And they're like, oh, I can change it. You know well, what yeah. I mean? Well, that is – then you go down the like – I guess that's good for you because you'll get the best take, right? You guys will get yeah, the, but the it, best. But it's though. also – it's a bad thing. I've tried to limit myself on how many I'll allow myself to do because – I'm a perfectionist and For I sure. know I can, and I know I can always get a better take. There have been auditions where I've done probably 20, 30 takes and then I go away for an hour and I do 20 more takes and then I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I'm like, these two are the best. And then I go back and forth for two hours over these two because I can't, but like that's unhealthy. And that takes up so much of your life and your day. Cause there goes six hours because like, so it is also one of those things that I think all of us actors are learning is to make sure that, cause we have the time and the abilities to do multiple takes, but we, sh- we need to work on our auditions like we would if we had to do it in person so that like, we're not spending 12 hours taping ourselves for like a 30 second audition. You know what I mean? Cause if you went into a room, you get 30 seconds and you're done. Mm-hmm. That's where the person listening or watching those are not going to notice the imperfections that you notice in yourself, right? Yeah, not as much. I was I was on an acting workshop the other day with Bob Krakauer, which is just an amazing acting um, coach out here in New York, and he was talking about that because someone asked, like, you know, about the industry and whatnot, and he's like, you know, the point. He's like, yeah, you you need good lighting. He's like, you're actors. You've been on stage or you've been on set. You know how important lighting is. Um, you need a solid colored background. 
It needs to have nothing on it and nothing distracting, nothing that says anything. Um, you need to be near the camera. He's like, you've been on set. You know that they shoot medium tight shots. We need to see your eyeballs. You need to be in focus. Your hair needs to be brushed. You need to be wearing makeup. Like, you know, it's like all those things that people just don't These, think these about. are all the things that are happening right now. You're close to the camera. I can see you. There's a bland background. There's nothing in there. I can see your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so funny because I'm wearing my glasses right now. And every time there's a glare, oh, I feel yeah. like I move my head. Like, I'm, I'm just aware of these things, I think, being a videographer. But um, it is it is a thing that people are learning and struggling with, or even good sound. I struggle because the way my apartment's set up here in New York, um, we're really close to uh, the entrance um, where the Amazon, you know, all the deliveries come in. And the door is really heavy into the room that they store the packages. <laughs> and so, like, if I, I get caught often, and then I'll hear the, Beep beep, you know when it's scanning oh, the yeah, yeah. Beep beep, beep beep, beep beep. Oh, you're that close. Scuffle, scuffle. Oh, we are like so close. That's and funny. like, and it's just so annoying because like I'll be like in the moment, and then I'm just like, and then I'm just standing around. Or like one time I was trying to film an audition, and somebody was having a block party, and it was so loud. And then we went through a phase during um, the height of the Black Lives Matters movement, where we were having fireworks basically 7 p.m. to 3 a.m. Almost oh, like yeah. nonstop. Yeah. And so it was like, oh shit, you know, I have to film first thing in the morning. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah, things are weird right now, right? We're not going to forget. Like, this oh, is, this stuff's going to be in history books, right? They're going to teach No, us. it's not too. Like, I think just like relationships are changing. I know a lot of friends who have gone through breakups, which they tell you don't like do anything crazy during COVID. Like, you know, unless you have to, you know, but like there are breakups, having divorces happening, getting mm -hmm. togethers with other people. There are people who left New York because they don't know what to do with themselves. Um, you know, they've moved. Um, yeah, everything's just, yeah, it's crazy. Like even me, like, I'm so glad that I am in New York, you know, um, because my whole thing was like, everyone's leaving. I want to be here when everything starts back up, which I did. Mm -hmm. And I like, I came back and for like the first two weeks of August or like, yeah, the past two weeks, I've been a little anxious. Cause I was like, why did I come back? Cause I was just with family. But then I, I was like, but I'm having auditions. The city is kind of opening up. And ultimately I'm a 37 year old adult. I don't need to be living with my parents. My life is here in New York. So like, um, I moved back and the auditions were coming. And like I said, I booked three shoots in one week and it's like, okay, I'm, you know, it's because people are not in New York and it's been so nice being like, oh, okay. Like I'm one of the few people left, you know, there's still like thousands of people. Here. <laughs> it was like the walking dead over there. You're just wandering <laughs> around literally, by yourself. It's, it's Andrea <laughs> and Andrew Cuomo. Like I say hi to him in Brooklyn. He says hi to me in Manhattan. Hey, like, what's up? What's up? You know, we, we send, like, homing pigeon messages to each other. Oh, yeah. Mayor de Blasio occasionally will whistle. Um, but other than that, no one's in New York. <laughs> that's uh, that's so weird. It's going to be – yeah, maybe when, like, when things just – when things get the okay to just kick back into full gear, I think people are, like – I bet you all the writers that have had uh, – that couldn't film, like, all, all these people, like, writers, directors who have just been sitting around with ideas for these five months, right? <laughs> Yeah. They're just ready to explode. I bet you we're going to get such a cool, like, surge of Well, it's going to be media. super interesting. Yeah, people are going to start scrambling. Yeah. They're going to be like, okay, let's get to work. Like, who can we call, like, right away, right now? So it's going to be it's gonna be interesting. Like, it could be really messy. 
um, just because I feel like everything's going to just want to be up and running. I did, you know, hear a casting director talk. And the thing is, is like, because everything is going to start shooting at the exact same time. For sure. It's a, it's a good time to be an actor because they're going to be needing actors like like they're going to need all the actors at once versus like it being spread out because everything's been so delayed. Yeah. Um, and so this could be a good time for like people like me who haven't really made a big break in the industry, but is around. Um, and so that, I mean, that's been my hope and that's why I'm sticking around and like trying to keep my presence known when possible so that, you know, when things happen, I'm a player that they can, Chess piece pick up. You're ready. You're ready. I can't wait. Oh, I can't right. wait to see what what you what you get working on. It's I gonna know, be awesome. Like, Have you seen do you watch horror movies? I watch them. They're not my thing. Have you seen the movie Host? No. It's a new movie on Shudder. Just just came out a week or two ago. And it's all this is filmed during the COVID thing. They even talk about oh, COVID and the shutdown. I've heard of it. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's all on yeah. Zoom and it's really good. I, isn't it only like two minutes long? No, no, it's a full hour and a half. Oh, okay. It's I a full, it's yeah. Good. It's a full movie, but it's it all takes place over Zoom, and they're meeting with this lady to do, like, a, some spiritual stuff, and they want to awake and talk to the spirits on, on Zoom, and shit just happens, and it gets really crazy. But it was really cool that everyone filmed their own stuff at, at home or wherever they did it, and it takes place during during COVID. They talk about the shutdown, the lockdown, no one can go anywhere and that you know, like they're wearing a mask at one point, like gotta wear your mask outside and all that shit. It was really neat. That's really cool. I you know, it's funny, my friend Amy Joe did a really cool thing right at the beginning of COVID. Um, they filmed uh one of the first scenes of Clue um for Instagram and they all filmed them separately. Oh nice. So each of the characters in Clue, but it was so cool because they did such a great job of setting up um, eye gaze so that when they were talking to someone, it was over here. When it cut to them, they were looking at them. And then, you know, when they needed an extra arm or something, like obviously it was someone in their room or, you know, helping them out. So like if someone's passing the plate, it comes yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did such a brilliant job and all these actors filmed in their own locations. And I, it's probably one of the best, like, um, taking advantage of like video. And it wasn't over Zoom. Like they, shot them themselves and then yeah. just like edited together but it's probably one of the most creative theatrical performances during this whole like quarantine that's awesome yeah the guys who there's a show called mythic quest which is i think it's by the same people uh, i know it's got one of the guys from um always sunday i don't know if it's the, the same people who did it but they did one episode during this the whole lockdown where they all filmed at home and it takes place on this, this group call and they did a really good job it was really awesome that's so cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna. It's cool be, what it's you can do. I also there's a part of me that's gonna be like, we're all gonna come out of this, and then for the next year and a half, everything we watch has to do with COVID. And I was like, yes, yeah. that's gonna happen. I don't. I think a year and a half from now, we'll still be dealing with this shit. That's my guess. Oh no, we probably are. Like, I mean, yeah. we'll have. Hopefully, we'll have a vaccine soon. But yeah, mm-hmm. like this shit's not going anywhere for a good a good year. It's no, just gonna stop. It's it's that it's so so crazy. I can't. I can't. Um, what what are the odds that it happens on like 2020? Like of all the years, it's not like 1987. It's like 2020. <laughs> you well, know, like a lot like, of shit's like, been happening this year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like 2020 is the future. We had the murder murder hornets for like a day and a half. <laughs> oh yeah. I love all the memes that go around, and they're like, "Okay, who's up next? Aliens? Like, yeah, yeah. Vampires? Who's yeah. next?" Zombies, <laughs> they're coming. 
for me specifically, I mean, other than my grandma passing, 2020 has been great. <laughs> oh, good. I mean, you have a girlfriend. That's beautiful. Yeah, we got engaged in in <gasps> uh, in. Uh, Congratulations! I think uh, I knew that. I may have seen that on social media. Yeah, that was uh for Valentine's Day. Thank you. Uh, but we don't know. Where uh, big like, heart. She can't really even come visit because she she gets really nervous. She has a f- fear of um. Of throwing up, you know, and getting sick. I forget what that's called. She she has uh-huh. a term for it. But like uh-huh. so all this stuff, it does make her super nervous. She's always been like super nervous already, but now it's even worse. But it's it's tough for her to come come here because if she could fly sure. over here, what if she gets sick on the and you know in the airports are just like I, tubes I of viruses. You, no, I have to tell you, I have flown four times since being in COVID, once to Utah, once back. Once to Texas, one's back. And um, I feel safer in an airport and on an airplane than I do in a grocery store. Um, Because they, I I didn't fly American or United. I flew Southwest and Delta. And they're being really incredibly diligent. Like, they are wiping off the planes before anybody loads. They're requiring you to wear a mask. In fact, they will kick you off if you don't wear a mask. There was a Delta flight that turned around because four people would not put their mask back on. That's fucked up for all the rest as, of the people. Yeah. As we're getting <laughs> off the plane, the people coming on are wiping down every inch of the plane. And they have like, they've updated like their like circulation in an airplane, which is always actually really impressive. Like people are like, oh, you're like in a tube sitting in someone else's like, um, air particles, but actually airplanes are really safe because they've set up amazing filters. And then at the end of the day, every end of the day, the plane gets completely wiped out and cleaned. So, to, and at the airports, they're constantly wiping. Like I remember there were just, there were, I almost felt like there were more janitors than there were humans in the airport. I did um, fly. I flew over there in mid May and I just, it was a weird feeling. Just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about it. They gave me these Parmesan crisps to eat and I ate those and it made my breast smell like fucking toes. And then you had a mask on, so all you do was yeah. smell it oh my gosh, for really four hours. I do hate – I remember I was drinking coffee, and I think I had a little, like, on my upper lip or something. And I just did – like, I think I, like, pressed into my my mask or something. And, of course, like, it absorbed the, like – all you smelled, huh? And, like, all I could smell was coffee. And I was like, take this mask off. Oh, it's better than Parmesan cheese. <laughs> Parmesan yeah. cheese crisps. Oh, it's so bad. It was so bad, but it, the cool thing I like about it, and which I really liked about it, was they kept they kept seats. Like I never sat directly next to anybody, and that was awesome for me. I don't want to sit next to people I don't know yeah, on the I mean, airplane. I hate it. It is really fun. Yeah, you I always mean, get those guys who want both armrests, or just like, let me, oh, my, yeah. let me put my arm uh, in your lap, sir. We <laughs> cuddle. Can we hold hands? Yeah, I, I, I I'm sick of cuddling and holding hands with strangers. It's I'm just such I'm so gullible, so I do it anyways. I'm, I'll be the nice guy. I'll cuddle and hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! You're robotic. Yeah, I'm out. not done with it. Oh, yeah, you're pushing out. What? Oh no! Am I back? Kind of, yeah. It was, it was catching okay. up. It was like... I know it's yeah, super late to, for you, to... so I don't know how, how much longer you want to hang yeah, out. Yeah, I probably probably have to wrap this up here in a little bit just because of my 5 a.m. call time. Tomorrow. I get it. We could do this anytime you want. We could do it again. I know oh Zach said he wanted to hang out. We could do a group chat. This again. Do you remember? <laughs> this I remember. Do you remember this one time you were like, hey, I have this great idea. Um, 
I'm going to invite Andrea on my show. And then I'm also going to invite this comedian on my show who's an angry comedian. Oh, I thought, and, you know, um, oh, God. And man. it was the most awkward, yeah, uncomfortable sorry. thing ever. And I was like, I don't know if that's how you meant it to be, but that's how it went down. No, that, that was like, never I was like, uh, is this a joke or is this something like, I never who it was. It was Sam. Yeah, it was Sam. And I was like, I, I'm not. I like comedy. I, I don't see. That's the thing. I don't like angry, cynical comedians, and he's kind of that, and which is fine. It's its own thing. But I could never tell when he was joking. I could yeah. never tell like his sarcasm. I just didn't like. I was like, I'm sorry. I don't get your comedy, and I feel attacked, and that feels uncomfortable. So no, bye. he was he was straight up mean. So that was the first and, I was like, and I didn't only. Understand. I was like, what the fuck? We don't know each other. Yeah, I, I didn't actually. I didn't know Sam before that either. So like, I really oh. didn't know. I just thought it would be a fun, funny show, and it would work out. No. Nope. That was like back when I, that was really when I was in the swing and I was like, oh, we could do this. Would be, this would be a fun idea. And it wasn't. That was literally the only podcast I've ever scrapped completely. Like it's, it's deleted and I, don't, I, have no, I have no records of it. Right. It'll like, only visit you in your nightmares. Yeah. I thought about that the other day. I was like, oh, shit. That one time you came on and did we was that did you ever come back or did we just get carried no, away? I, I think that was the no, I think that we didn't. Oh, I just figured you hated me. So I was like, I, oh, I'll leave her alone. No, I loved you. It was him. I was, you were such a dick, and I'm not in on this. Like, no, like, no, no. I I remember that. That was really awkward for me too. And I was like, I remember I brought it up, just like, what's going on here, guys? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that. That that was well, a weird. yeah. And then I was like, am I being played? Like, I don't like. I feel like I'm getting so defensive, but yet I can't. I thought this was comedy, but like, no, I'm not isn't. able to like keep up with it. And I was like, I don't like being treated like this. I want to go home and cry. Yeah, I cried for you. Oh, okay. Look, I get, I get actually, I get depressed after every podcast. So, like, let's oh, say okay. after this podcast tomorrow, I'll probably be depressed. Okay, well then we better let's do this again. Let's not like go so long again. Let's but not I, go two and a half years. I always, I always do this. Like when I get off, I will go fuck. Did I say some weird shit? Did I do some weird shit? Did I bring up oh, stuff I shouldn't have brought up? Said, yeah, you totally did. I can like, I was keeping logs of it. So. Yeah. So <laughs> you, I, if you need it for edit, I'll just email it your way. It never, it never fails. I'll go through it, and then a week from now, I'll, I'll get over it. But that's like that's kind of the anxiety that stopped me from doing podcasts for a while that's why i haven't done uh-huh. too many anyway oh, uh, well this is always fun i always love like talking to you because this is like hanging out with a friend but someone's like recording it and there's proof that we like each other <laughs> yeah we i think we should like find a time <laughs> where me you and zach can do a podcast because that oh, was super gosh, fun last so time fun. he's going he's like he's a to- he's like in a whole other world himself so he still does like his gaming podcast and yeah that's he's awesome a biker now like he's gotten into like health and shit and um that would be so much fun to like uh rehash yeah that would be freaking awesome let's get to the wrap up here andrea okay. let's get to the wrap up hey yo freeman yo what's up iams dude what's left to do man wrap it up son all right. So, anything you want to plug and whatever, you know, you know the deal. I guess. Um, I'm always doing something somewhere at some point. Um, if you want to find out where and what and how that is, uh, you can fo- follow me on all my instas. Uh, that's mostly where I do my socials. Um, I'm you gonna do have like three Instagrams, don't you? I do. I try to keep it separate because I feel like I would post too much on one and just annoy people. So, like, I have my actory site. <laughs> Which you can find my shit at, which is A N D 
D. Peter. Yes, that's two Ds. I thought I was clever because I was like, Andy. Um, also, my middle name is Danae. Um, you can follow me if you want to get your butt kicked. Um, I'm putting sample workouts for Andrea Danae Peterson. Um, that's on Instagram too for fitness. Or sorry, Andrea Peterson Fitness. <laughs> that's my Instagram handle. And then if you want to follow my videography shit. Oh, uh, I'm following you. I didn't even know you had this account. Yeah, that's my production company called Do You See Productions. All one word. So D-O-Y-O-U-S-E-E Productions. Um, and that, yeah. So like when I get bored, I just kind of do one or the other. <laughs> but since I imagine most people you meet like super like you, so they're following all three accounts anyways, right? Yeah, most people are. I definitely have most people following the A and D D Peter, Andy Peter. Um, because not like, cause I always feel bad. Like if I post too many fitness things, I'm like, people will be annoyed. They're like, oh, why is she talking about working out again? Um, so I just was trying to separate it. People don't like when you're excited about shit. You know what I mean? I know. They're like, why are you posting this shit? I'm like, cause it's social media. Sean, stop posting f- posts about food. Sean, stop posting f- posts about movies. Sean. I always think that's funny. Like when they like start like judging what you post and I'm like, technically this is my own personal social scrapbook. So I can post whatever the fuck I want. Oh, most of the shit. If oh. I post some weird food combo, I just, I want to hear people like talk shit. I don't, I, that doesn't bother me. Cause it's, it's funny how, how people are against like, oh, you're you're messing up food by mixing shit that aren't like, there's no rules. Just mix shit yeah, together and like, eat it. Yeah, like if it tastes good, eat it. Put it in my mouth. Can you imagine if nobody ever said, we should mix peanut butter and jelly. That sounds good. No, not I pe- know. peanut butter in a fruit yeah. and, a, and a nut. No, no. And it's, oh, that's fucking amazing. Right? Right? Yeah, I heard, what was it? I don't know if it's beer or... I feel like there's some sort of like drink out there that was discovered because like the monks accidentally knocked an ingredient over into a pot and created a drink. One of the cool stories, you know where the shandy comes from? Speaking of. Shand- what is shandy? The beer. Like a shandy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a summer yeah. beer so, or something? Yeah, summer, yeah, summer shandy. It comes from like way back in the years, they were doing this like biking race in Germany and they would get these, I think, liters or half liters of beer um, at certain checkpoints or whatever, and they were running out of beer. And so one of the bar owners started filling up the beer halfway up with lemonade. And that's where the shandy was born. Ah, that's so it's kind of like an Arnold Palmer for the beer. Yeah, well, I mean, I really do like Blue Moon, which is just like orange and... Yeah, well, that's more of a wheat beer. It's a half of bison. Completely beer. different. But we'll go with it. I don't know. I just... I'll, I'll let you... Are you a freaking beer want. snob? Jesus Christ. No, no, no. I'm not a beer snob. I just don't want you to be dumb. <laughs> wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't want anybody to <laughs> let me be dumb. <laughs> this is this is me loving you. <laughs> oh, I, I appreciate the love, Andrea. Um, you guys can find me somewhere. You guys can find me on uh, Instagram at horribly awkward podcast or horribly awkward show you can find me on uh twitter at awkward underscore podcast you can find me on video game platforms at they call me ims yeah i'm on all those places i'm i'm not i'm so out of tune on what to do at the end of the podcast this has been awesome andrea yes it has as gidget would say peace out brussels sprouts hey it's the s to the m to the Issa Slamacans in the house So drop your listen Poor whiskly backward cock flies Merrily sock bird telling cat Destiny doctor downcast Callously squandered lamb
Suddenly Slaughtered Broadcast. It's the Horribly Awkward Podcast. Uh, we could try that. I don't know if that will work as good, though. We could try it. Closure? Help? No. If I'm work. not eating a butter, does that help? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's all fine. It's is all it, fine. Is Oh, yeah, that's a horribly awkward show. Hush your faces coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh, funky pods with a fresh, funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us, sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface. Uh, www.hushyourface. Uh, www.hushyourface.com. Uh,